We are transferring power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the people. The people. The people. The people. Four years ago, I came to Washington as the only true outsider ever to win the presidency. I ran for president because I knew there were towering new summits for America just waiting to be scaled. I knew the potential for our nation was boundless as long as we put America first. America first. America first. America first. back in some form we will be back in some form that's right ladies and gentlemen welcome to the his hardline show where we the people are the ones that are in some form we the people are the solution we are the ones who will stand up this republic by reassembling our states the lawful way this is the only podcast where you're going to get conversations built around god wellness how to fortify your family so we can stand up this great country we call the Republic of these United States of America. You ain't going to get any sellouts over here. You're not going to get fake opium. You're not going to get fear porn pushed your way. No, 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 no. This is the His Hardline Show. The show that was inspired by God to get started. And we push nothing but truth over here, ladies and gentlemen. So welcome to the show. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, and good morning, wherever you're at in the world. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side because, well, they are the host with the most, and they are the ones in charge. They are the ones that inspired this show. They are the ones in the captain's chair. They're at the wheel. Therefore, they are steering the ship through these crazy waters that we call life. So welcome to His Heart Line, and today is Sunday, May 28th, 2023, and you are listening to episode 550, and at first I had titled this Let's Talk, but um, I switched it to Marcus Luttrell's Lone Survival Speech, and then um, 
uh, we're going to be doing a reading before we get into that from Titus chapter 1. So Titus chapter 1 will be the Bible reading that we're going to be doing. There's only three chapters in the book of Titus, but today's episode is... Uh, we're just going to talk everything. Um, I don't know exactly how long this will be, but I'm going to let the Holy Spirit kind of guide me on this. But because it is Memorial Day weekend, I feel like it's only appropriate to center the conversation around our fallen soldiers, our fallen men and women who died on the battlefield fighting for um, you know, this country. And regardless of who has been at the head of this country, being the cabal, right? The men and women who enlisted and joined our armed services, right, our, our, our military service members, they thought they were doing what was right, not realizing who was really pulling the puppet strings all the way at the top. And so regardless of who is at the top pulling the puppet strings and, you know, creating the endless wars, which killed a lot of our men and women, which we have a lot of these evil, you know, satanic cabalists to thank for all of this nonsense, We'd probably have more of our men and women in uniform back home with their families alive and well, carrying on with their life. But because of these evil, evil, demonic people, well, we lost many of them. And so we are going to honor them today with listening to Marcus Luttrell's speech. He is the one who is from that uh, movie Lone Survivor, if you've ever seen it. Um, it's a very good movie. We have it on DVD. It's a very good, good movie. Good story, but a very sad story at the end. But um, there's about a six, a little over six and a half minute speech, uh, hearing the real Marcus Luttrell, not the one that was played by, uh, by, uh, uh, oh, I can't even think of his name now, Mark Wahlberg, right? But the real Marcus Luttrell. And so we're going to hear his, uh, you know, his recount of what happened on that mountain when he was over there overseas in the Middle East. Uh, but before we get into that, again, quick disclaimer, remember, as I always state periodically on this podcast, I am not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat, don't play one on TV either, and I'm not a financial advisor. You will go broke if you listen to my financial advice. I'm also not a pastor, priest, deacon, or biblical scholar. I'm not a bar lawyer, so don't take your legal advice from me. I'm also not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assemblies. And additionally, I do not advocate for violence unless you break into my home or harm my family. Then you might end up with a few holes in you. Just saying. I am my own man, and the opinions, thoughts, and statements are of my own unless I re reference other materials. So there you go to all the Karens and Darrens out there. And so, hey, Sean Stryker, haven't seen you in a while, brother. Good to see you in the chat, man. Good to see you in the chat, my man. Glad to see you here, brother. I hope everybody's doing really, really well. I hope everybody's having a great Memorial Day weekend, and I, I say that when I say a great Memorial Day weekend, by that I mean I hope everybody's enjoying the family time, but we must not forget about why we are celebrating uh, this somber type of time, this this time. Um, you know, it, it, it kind of irritates me, and I'm not a service member. I've, I'm not re I've retired service member either. I got a lot of family members who served in the military. My father-in-law, we were just talking about it just a little bit ago. I was down there at the Lake Cottage that they have down in Fremont. He served in Vietnam, and he was recounting some of the men and women that he served side by side with who died in combat and never made it home. Um, he saw the Vietnam Memorial Wall there in the de facto uh, corporate land we call D.C., um, this was many, 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 many years ago. They took a trip out there, but they, they found the Vietnam Memorial Wall and he found the names of, you know, some of his closest buddies that 
he knew personally that had lost their lives in battle over there in Vietnam. And my wife said that she's never seen her father cry really that often in her recollection of life and childhood. But that was one of the times that she remembered uh, ever seeing uh, her father cry um, because of the men and, you know, that, that died out there overseas and never made it back home to their family and friends. And so it kind of irritates me because a lot of people treat this holiday like, oh, great, it's another day off. We get a three-day weekend. Woohoo! Time to spark out the barbecue and kick off the unofficial start of summer. Let's get the boats and the side-by-sides and the four-wheelers and let's go tear some crap up and let's go drink beer and get wasted and we're going to just waste our lives away. And really, a lot of these people that are doing this have no absolute no idea how somber of a holiday that this actually really is. So today, in honor of our fallen brothers and sisters who did not make it back home, not only are we going to play a song today um, in honor of them, but I got one tomorrow specially picked out for them. It's by Justin Moore. It's called For the Ones That Didn't Make It Back Home. I'll be playing that one tomorrow Today is going to be Toby Keith, American Soldier. I felt that was appropriate. Yesterday, I played Gone Away by Five Finger Death Punch. If you watch that video, you'll kind of understand it. That's a very heart-wrenching video. Um, Because I believe that what was depicted in that music video is, I would almost be willing to bet, relatively closely depicted as real life. Um, I'm sure some theatrics, but maybe might even be worse to be quite honest with you. Like I said, I've never served, so I can't speak firsthand, but let's not forget why we have our three day weekend. Let's not forget why we have the extra time with our family and while we're cooking out and while we're drinking and having fun and going four wheeling and boating and everything in between. It's because of the people, the men and women that died overseas so that we can enjoy whatever freedoms we still have over here. And this is why ladies and gentlemen, we need to assemble our States because we have a system here that is demonically ran and operated by these cabalist evil pieces of scumbag. And in order to get rid of this de facto system, we need to stand up our assemblies by reassembling our states the lawful and peaceful way. We're already 17 states deep. We only need 38 minimums before the, you know, the military becomes subordinate 100% to the we, the people. But this is how we get our system back and we stop this endless war nonsense. We need to assemble our states. So, but before we get into that, let's get into the reading, Titus chapter one. It's not a real long chapter, but we're going to get into Titus chapter one here real quick. And so it reads, all right, starting with verse one, there's only 16 verses. Like I said, very, very short, but it says, it says a, a greeting. Okay. So it says, Paul, a slave of God and apostle of Jesus Christ for the sake of the faith of God's chosen ones and the recognition of religious truth. In the hope of eternal life that God, who does not lie, promised before time began, who indeed at the proper time revealed his word in the proclamation with which I was entrusted by the command of God, our Savior, to Titus, my true child in our common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus, our Savior. For this reason I left you in Crete so that you might set right what remains to be done and appoint presbyters in every town as I directed you on condition that a man be blameless, married only once, with believing children who are not accused of licentiousness or rebellious. 
For a bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless, not arrogant, not irritable, not a drunkard, not aggressive, not greedy, for sordid gain, but hospitable, a lover of goodness, temperate, just, holy, and self-controlled, holding fast to the true message as taught so that he will be able to both exhort with sound doctrine and to refute opponents. For there are also many rebels, idle talkers, and deceivers, especially the Jewish Christians. It is imperative to silence them as they are upsetting whole families by teaching for sordid gain what they should not. One of them, a prophet of their own, once said, Cretans have always been liars, a vicious beast, and lazy gluttons. That testimony is true, therefore admonish them sharply so that they may be sound in the faith. Instead of paying attention to Jewish myths and regulations of people who have repudiated the truth, to the clean, all things are clean, but to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is clean. In fact, both their minds and their consciences are tainted. They claim to know God, but by their deeds, they deny him. They are vile and disobedient and unqualified for any good deed. And that is the reading of the book of Titus chapter one. All right. So as we kind of look at the book of Titus, it's a letter that was written by the apostle Paul to Titus, right? A fellow Christian and a church leader. And so in chapter one, Paul begins by addressing Titus and emphasizing his authority uh, to appoint qualified elders in the churches of Crete, right? He described the necessary qualifications for those elders, emphasizing qualities such as being blameless and faithful and having good moral character. Now, Paul warns Titus about false teachers who were causing divisions in the church. Kind of much like what we're seeing today in a lot of other aspects of life. But, you know, these individuals are described as rebellious deceivers and teaching things for dishonest gain. And Paul encourages Titus to rebuke them sharply and to appoint leaders who are sound in doctrine and able to refute false teaching. And so Paul gives reasons for appointing godly leaders, stating that they will help maintain order in the church and protect the truth of the gospel. And he urges Titus to silence the false teachers who are leading others astray, particularly those of Jewish descent who are promoting harmful teachings. Now, Paul stresses the importance of avoiding Jewish myths and the commands of those who reject the truth. So in conclusion, all that Titus chapter one of the book of Titus focuses on the qualifications and the appointment of church leaders, the identification and rebuke of false teachers and the importance of upholding the truth of the gospel while avoiding divisive teachings. Now, there are a lot of lessons that can be learned from this, from, from the book of Titus. The first one is the significance of qualified leadership. That's number one, because it emphasizes the importance of appointing leaders who meet specific criteria and possess godly character. And this highlights the need for capable and morally upright individuals to guide and shepherd the church effectively, kind of like what we need in our state assemblies. We need morally upright individuals, men and women, right, to guide and help shift and move the assembly of people in a correct direction, right? Again, having God at the forefront of it all. Now, another lesson we can take away from this is the dangers of false teaching, okay? Now, this is very important because Paul's warning about false teachers highlights the detrimental effects of spreading erroneous doctrines and divisive teachings. 
again, another thing that we all can see witnessed right in front of us by a lot of evil scumbags here that are trying to take down everything that is good and holy in this country that makes it a sound republic. But it reminds us to be vigilant, discerning, and to hold fast to the truth of the gospel. In our case, it needs to be everything lawful. Now, another lesson is the importance of maintaining order. Now, this is very key because the appointment of qualified leaders helps to establish order, promote unity, and guard against chaos within the church community. And this underscores the significance of having leadership structures in place to ensure the well-being and spiritual growth of the community. Now, here's another thing that we need to keep in mind, the rejection of harmful traditions and myths. See, Paul cautioned against being influenced by Jewish myths and traditions that deviate from the core tenets of the faith. And this reminds us to focus on the essential teachings of Christianity and not be swayed by human traditions or teachings that undermine the gospel message. This is one of the reasons why, ladies and gentlemen, why I started shying away from the Catholic Church, because I cannot get on board with a lot of these traditions that were created by man because a lot of it undermines gospel messages. I can't get behind that. I started seeing and opening my eyes up to a lot of this, and I started kind of stepping away because I started kind of seeing and realizing what it is. Now, the last lesson we could take away from the book of Titus is the responsibility to confront key words. See, a lot of people have problems confronting people, right? Nobody likes confrontation, but the responsibility to confront false teachings. The chapter emphasizes the need for leaders such as Titus to address and refute false teachers firmly. It, encouraged, it, it encourages believers to stand up for the truth, expose deception, and protect the integrity of the faith. This is why, ladies and gentlemen, you'll hear, you'll hear me get hot and heavy under the collar. And sometimes I sound like I'm a little rough around the edges. I know. I get it. Sometimes my potty mouth gets the best of me, and I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. And that's a that's a uh, a flaw in me that I recognize that I plan on, you know, correcting. And God's continuously working on me with that. But I, look, here's the thing, guys. I love this country so much, but at the same time, I love this country so much that I'm not going to dance around other people's feelings. I'm not going to sit here and let somebody try to steamroll me verbally and try to, you know, make false accusations and lie blatantly in, in to my face and among others trying to see if that I will, you know, stand down and not say anything and speak up for myself. Uh-uh, au contraire, mon frere, I will speak up and tell you you're a damn liar. Sit down and shut up because what you're saying is false and you know it. Stop lying. That's the kind of man that I am. So if you lie, I'm going to call you out publicly and you're going to look like a bit of an ASS. And so overall, the lessons from Titus chapter one revolve around the importance of qualified leadership, guarding against false teaching, maintaining order within the church and discerning truth from falsehood and confronting erroneous beliefs for the sake of preserving the gospel's integrity. We need to be more like this. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's people that are tactical civics pieces of garbage 
communistic, socialistic pieces of trash that are trying to infiltrate what we're trying to do by restoring our republic and trying to get us to stand down by acting loud, acting stupid, and trying to be noisy and thinking that they will probably, you know, get us backed into a corner and not into a position of where we'll, we will fight back. Well, I got news for you. You back an animal into a corner long enough and, and ferociously enough, guess what? That animal's going to fight and bark back. Uh-uh. So this is what we need to do. Take away from the book of Titus again. We need to revolve around the importance of qualified leadership. Number one. Number two, guarding against false teachings. That's number two. Number three, maintain order within the church, right? Within the body politic of we the people, God-fearing people. Number four, discerning truth from falsehood. And number five, confronting. I know you guys don't like confronting. A lot of people don't. Look, I learned something when I was in sales. People have a hard time. I've discovered this about people from when I used to do sales. People have a hard time saying no. And people have a hard time taking ownership for their own mistakes. And number three, people have a hard time with confrontation in general. No. Let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. When it comes to accountability, stop making excuses and stop trying to pass blame. If you messed up, own it. And number three, if somebody is being blatantly dishonest in your presence and they're trying to make crap up, confront them. Confront them in the erroneous beliefs for the sake of preserving truth. Okay? No more dealing with liars. You get God on your on your side, you ask Jesus to be in your heart, he will teach you to be courageous and to confront these liars. What are they going to do to you? Remember what Jesus said in Luke 10, 19, I give you authority to tread on snakes and scorpions, and you have that power by the red letter language that Jesus Christ spoke himself. Do not let liars get away with their BS. Absolutely not. Okay, so that's that for the Bible reading. Now, let me minimize this for a moment. So again, let's 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 have just a basic conversation. So before I get into playing uh, this the speech uh, by Marcus Luttrell, uh, who again was the one who, if you watched the movie Lone Survivor, which again was based on a true story four Navy SEALs that were out in the Middle East. I believe it was Afghanistan. Um, he he, he kind of tells the story of what kind of happens uh, from the real Marcus Luttrell. Again, not Mark Wahlberg, Marcus, but the real Marcus Luttrell. Um, and, and so I want to hear his speech um, about what, you know, what he went through. But again, you know, there's so many people, they don't even know what the heck they're even celebrating. It drives me up a wall because when I hear stories from people like my father-in-law and like my grandfather who also served in Vietnam and, 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 um, you know, I hear some of the men and women who, who served in Iraq just not that long ago, right? What, 15, 20 years ago, right? Right after nine 11, you know, I hear these stories when I was down in El Paso, 
Texas back in 2020, May of 2020, I was down there in El Paso, which is a uh, home of Fort Bliss. I, uh, the hotel that I stayed at had a ton of army, uh, active duty army guys that were there that were stationed and they were staying at that hotel. Well, I befriended quite a lot, you know, quite a bit of them. In fact, I was one of the only civilians or I, you know, one of the only, uh, you know, people there that was not in uniform that they actually took in as one of their own brothers. It was quite amazing because there was a lot of us with uh, the company that I worked for um, that were down there. There was dozens of us, but I somehow got in their military circles and they took me in as if I was one of their own. Again, I never served. I have a lot of family members that did serve, but somehow I befriended them and I got along well with them. And I tell you, some of the stories that I heard some of these men and women discuss from some of their tours overseas, wow. Some of the stories that they've shared. And I'm sure some of you here who have served, I, I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Sean Stryker here in the chat, I believe he's a veteran. I believe uh, he was in here. I, th I don't see him anymore, but uh, Oscar, he too was a veteran, right? Uh, a Marine veteran, I believe, if I'm not mistaken correctly. If anybody was a veteran, please, you know, uh, put put you put yourself in uh, you know the chat if you choose. If not, no big deal. But you know, I I guarantee you, a lot of these men and women who served in tours overseas, I'm sure more than likely they have lost brothers and sisters on the battlefield. But yet, we have so many people that they walk around. Oh, hey, happy Memorial Day! Happy Memorial Day. Do you even know what this is about? What we're celebrating? What do you mean happy Memorial Day? Do you come up on your grandmother's, you know, one year anniversary of dying? Say, hey, happy anniversary of your grandma dying. I'm so happy it's been one year since your grandma died. That person would look at you like you're an idiot. Right? So why the hell are we saying, hey, happy Memorial Day, guys? <laughs> it's not a happy day. It's a somber day. It's a day of recollection. It's a day of thinking back of all the men and women that sacrificed their lives and spilled their blood because they were doing what they thought was right. People need to realize what certain holidays are about. I mean, here's the other thing. I mean, you get the 4th of July. That's another one. So many people are like, oh, yay, we got a long weekend. Woohoo! Time to get some boom booms and light some stuff on fire, get drunk and do a barbecue, and yeehaw, hopefully I don't blow my face off. A lot of people can't even answer seriously why the celebration of the 4th of July into what they, a lot of people don't even know what independence day really is. If you ask them, what, what did we declare independence from? So many people will be like, Oh, I don't know. Canada, uh, Russia. I mean, Mark Dice is out there. I'm sure a lot of you heard of the guy, Mark Dice, but he goes around and he asks people out on the street. Do you know what country we, we, we declared independence from on the 4th of July? So many people are like, oh, Canada, uh, Russia, uh, Jamaica, Texas. Was it Texas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was Texas. 
like seriously, Texas. <laughs> I mean, I I come I I can't I can't handle. It. Look, I'm look. I'm not the smartest man out there. I don't know it all. I'm sure there are some things that I'm a little bit ignorant to that I need to learn. But my gosh, at least understand why Independence Day is celebrated. I mean, you live in America for crying out loud. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like it most days, but last I checked, I believe we're still America. And last I checked, the Independence Day still has some sort of relevance to it. Maybe you should understand what it is that we are celebrating. It's not just a day to go spend hundreds of dollars on boom booms and freaking almost blast your face off and go take an ER visit. It's about escaping tyranny. It's about escaping the cabal of England and all their despotic and 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 evil dictates that we see happening here in our own country. And if we don't do something fast about it, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm talking reassembling and standing up our assemblies of states, my God, we might as well be back to England days again. I mean, we already are. These people in D.C. look at us like we're a bunch of subjects and serfs and useless eaters chattel. They could give two craps about us. But yet everybody wants to go along. I got a neighbor who just bought a driving lawnmower. Look at me, guys, bought a driving lawnmower. And he's waxing it in his driveway like it's a freaking 1968 Chevelle, right? Something like that, right? Like it's a hot rod. He's waxing his John Deere tractor. Yeah. He's getting that turtle wax out, baby. Freaking doing that spit shine. Look at this baby right here, ladies and gentlemen. Look at look at what I'm going to be mowing my lawn with here. Like this is the kind of crap people are 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 focusing their attention on. Ooh, got to get to Sunday football. Got to wait till Monday night football. Woo! Baby, don't worry about making dinner. We're going to order 50 thing of wings from Buffalo Wild Wings for Monday night football. Or their Taylor Swift concert, right? Or, I mean, you just name it. Insert stupid distraction here. People are too caught up in the bread and circus of the system that they set up. They want us stupid. They want us distracted. They want us retarded. They want us lulled to sleep. They don't want us figuring out how to get our freedom and sovereignty back. Because that would mean them losing their stronghold and their power and their money. We need to wake up, ladies and gentlemen. We need to wake up fast. This whole, oh, our country has gone to hell in a handbasket. No, it's it's not only gone to hell in a handbasket, it is burning. And the basket is no longer existing. Okay. We need to reassemble our states, ladies and gentlemen. The system has lied to us about so many different things, about so many different holidays that have been commercialized and sensationalized, and it's only just a ploy to sell more garbage and Hallmark cards and to make you feel guilty when you don't buy anything for somebody on that designated holiday, quote-unquote. 
let's let's listen to this speech by Marcus Luttrell again, who is one of the men. He was the lone, you know, the guy who survived. Um, if you've seen that movie, Lone Survivor. Let's listen to this speech by Marcus Luttrell again. This is an honor. Um, a three-day kind of special I'm doing yesterday was day one. Today's day two. Tomorrow will be the final uh, Memorial Day special I'm actually doing on behalf of um, you know memory and, and honor of our fallen men and women in uniform. So let's listen to what Marcus Luttrell and his uh, recount of his story up on that mountain. Let me pull this up. Bear with me. Those of you who seen the movie that fall we did, this is where it all started, right there. And we, we pinballed through this, this uh, grove of trees for about 200 yards. I landed on my back, and I broke my back in multiple places, broke my pelvis, and Mikey landed on his face. I remember he crushed his face pretty bad because when he sat up to look at me, it was, you know, all bloody or whatever. He turned around. Well, that's when they hit us with the rockets and the mortars and our world just kind of started blowing up around us. Well, that's, it was time to go to work, all right? And it, at no point in time it was any of our, my teammates afraid of anything. At no point in time did anybody stall in the door, so to speak. They didn't, they didn't kind of back up and say, hey, I don't want to be in this. It was, hey, this is what we're here to do. Let's do this. About an hour and a half into this, this gun battle, Danny had broken both his femurs. He had a compound fracture on one of his tip fibs and he had shot four times that I know of. So I was dragging him. In the movie, they kind of portrayed this the right way, but except for one piece, and that's where we were separated, he didn't die alone. Any, any and all my guys that got killed, I was right there. Well, I picked him up over my shoulder to take the brunt of this fall. And when I turned around to take the fall, I spun him right into a bullet. I shot him right in the back of the head, blew his head off, killed him right then and there. Well, I wasn't ready for his dead weight. When he fell over the top of me, it collapsed me, and I flipped off of this, this rock embankment and face planted into this boulder. I broke my nose real bad, shoved it through my face, actually, and I bit my tongue in half and I swallowed it. And that totally incapacitated me. I was, I was on all fours, I mean, like a bitch, trying to throw that thing up, man. I finally got it up. I, bit, I put it in between my teeth and bit down on it again so I wouldn't swallow it. And Mikey was out on this boulder, just like the movie, he was out on this no cover, no nothing, and crawled out to this this embankment to make our uh, sat phone call. He was sitting up and took two rounds through the chest, spun him like a top, dropped him on his face. And this bothered me, he was my best friend. Had been for a long time. We've been through a lot of stuff together. I mean, I, you know, I loved him. I never told him I loved him while he was alive because guys, we just don't do that. But, you know, I'm, I'll see him again soon. Probably one of the first things I tell him. And then he started screaming my name for help. You could hear a lot of AK fire into his area. A lot of uh, RPGs. I mean, they were laying it on him pretty hard. Because I couldn't get to him. It was too steep. And he had that sat phone up next to his ear, and he got shot right between the shoulder blades, dropped him right on his face. Normally, to break a Navy SEAL, you have to kill us. That's why we make it into our training. That's why we can call ourselves SEALs, because the only way you're going to break us is to kill us. I snapped right there, like a twig, like a little bitch. I couldn't handle I couldn't stand to hear him die. They killed him. I never saw him again, ever. Wow. I caught up uh, with Axe. He was a couple hundred yards below me, and an RPG hit behind him, separated us. Blew him one way, blew me another. I never saw him again for the rest of my life. It knocked me out again. When I came to, I was laid over the backside of this rock. I was upside down. 
my pants, med gear, kit, GPS, compass, all that stuff was gone. I had a harness on, had one magazine with 11 rounds in it. I went out there with 13 magazines of 30 rounds. I rolled over, I was paralyzed from the waist down. I started crawling, pull, using my elbows, I started pulling myself through the dirt into the side of this ravine. Well, I got up, man, the sun was going down. And I just started, I started to crawl. Well, I was in bad shape, I was dying. I didn't know what to do. And I was laying in this tree, uh, looking at the moon and feeling sorry for myself. And I must lay there, and I was thinking, my brother's a Navy SEAL too. I got a twin brother, he's a Navy SEAL. And I was thinking about him a lot and my teammates and everything that I, uh, all the training that I'd been through. And I, I lay there, I was like, you're being a bitch, get up, let's go. That's exactly what I said. What was I gonna do, lay down there and die? I wasn't gonna do that. I definitely wasn't gonna feel sorry for myself. And I kept thinking, I was like, all right, I'm still alive, man. I'm alive. I mean, they, they fought and died. I'm still alive. So the mission's still on. Let's go. So I reached out and I grabbed a rock. And I reached out as far as I could and I drew a line in the dirt in front of me. I was like, I'm going to crawl to that until my feet hit it. If I'm still alive, I'm going to do it again. And that's what I did. I'd draw a line, crawl to it, my feet would hit it. I'd fall down a hill, I'd crawl up another hill, I'd draw another line. And I did that for seven miles. When it was an option, when I was out there and I was shot, I laying down there, and somebody was like, well, why didn't you quit? Because that's not an option, all right? That's not what I am. You understand what I mean? So if I, I'm a Navy SEAL, I'm a gunfighter, I'm a, I'm a warfighter, and if I get shot and I can pick myself up, I'm gonna pick myself up so you shoot me again and kill me. Basically, I'm not gonna stop, ever, period, until you take everything away from me, you strip it all away. That's the way we're trained. From the day you go into training, they take away everything that you are and that you ever were and they mold you back up to what they want you to be. You accept the fact that you're a, you're a football player. So why in the hell would something prevent you from doing that and doing what you're supposed to be doing on the field? That wasn't my job. Navy SEAL wasn't my job. That's what I am. You're a damn football player and a good one. That's what you are. It's not what you do. And if you're a part of something to where you, your whole livelihood and everything you depends on another man, that's where that bond comes from. Everybody knows that a bond is forged in adversity, right? But rely on each, on each other, man. Love each other as a team. Ain't nobody out here that you ain't willing to sacrifice everything for. Every day, man, what do you got? You got some, you're going to walk through me, man. You better bring some help. That's what you got to think. Because I got my boys right here. We're about to find out who's, who's what. That's where you got to be, man. Like It's going to take everything you got to get to the end of this field. You better pray to God you put the work in. Because I have. Wow. I tell you, it's, um, that was quite, that was quite the story. Obviously, some details that they missed in the movie that he was explaining. Who would have thought six minutes of a story could tell so much. Like I said, I've never served. There's been times where I wish I would have signed on that dotted line to join the Marines. I had a recruiter at my house when I was in high school. I believe I was a junior in high school. Um, and of course, obviously didn't do it. I was convinced otherwise because, you know, I was an only son and, you know, just anyway, 
I ended up not going. And my dad was a little pissed about it because, you know, even though he wasn't a Marine, he served in the Air Force. Um, my mom was an Air Force. I had a grandfather that was in the Army, another grandfather in the Air Force, a couple uncles that were Marines. You know, so uh, I got a stepbrother who's actively in the Air Force, actually stepbrother and stepsister that are both in the Air Force right now. Uh, and a cousin who is an active Marine. And a lot of friends of mine who are vets then have seen battle in Iraq and Iran or wherever over there in the Middle East. And, and, and like I said, the stories I've heard. And I'm sure the veterans who are listening to this either actively right now live or on the download side, I just, you know, want to salute you digitally here and say, first off, thank you for your service and sorry. I am so sorry that you've had to deal with the trauma, the pain, and the severe hurt that you had to experience losing a brother or sister out there in the field. I can't even imagine what that kind of trauma would even be like. And so this song by Toby Keith goes out to everyone, but mostly for those who never made it back home. In honor of this Memorial Day weekend, it's by Toby Keith. It's called American Soldier. And tomorrow when we do our Memorial Day special, we will have a song by Justin Moore. And that song is called for the... For the ones that didn't make it back home. I'm just trying to be a father, raise a daughter and a son, be a lover to their mother, everything to everyone, up and at them bright and early, I'm all business in my suit, yeah I'm dressed up for success, from my head down to my boots, I don't do it for the money, there's bills that I can't pay. I don't do it for the glory, I just do it anyway Providing for our futures, my responsibility Yeah, I'm real good under pressure, being all that I can be I can't call in sick on Mondays when the weekend's been too strong I just work straight through the holidays, sometimes all night long you can bet that I stand ready When the wolf growls at the door Hey, I'm solid, hey, I'm steady Hey, I'm true down to the core And I will always do my duty No matter what the price I've counted up the cost I know the sacrifice Oh, and I don't want to die for you But if dying's asking me with honor Cause freedom don't come free I'm an American soldier An American Beside my brothers and my sisters I will proudly take a stand When liberty 
jeopardy I will always do what's right I'm out here on the front lines Sleep in peace tonight American soldier Toby Keith again. It's an uh, American soldier, and yeah, I agree, Rita. It is a beautiful song, and and so um, I'm going to play one more song, but we're going to do a prayer first. It's called Black Flag. It's a good song. I found this. Uh, I, I typed in um, uh, High Res, you know, the the patriotic rapper, Christian rapper, right on uh, Pandora, and this song came up. It's called Black Flag. So I'm going to play that next before we. Before we get, uh, before we close out the show, but first off, let's get to the prayer. So, Heavenly Father, first off, I want to say thank you for this great country that we call these United States of America. And I don't care who's trying to take it down from within, both foreign and domestic enemies. We have a good core group of patriot men and women who love you, who put you first at the heart of everything that they do. And we will get this count country back. We will stand up this Republic by reassembling these States, the lawful and peaceful way. And we will glorify you every inch of our journey. We thank you for the men and women who laid down their lives so that we could still remain free. They fought doing what they thought was right. They spilled their blood much like your son did for our sins. Your son died for our son's sins. These men and women tried to do what was right, and they died for our freedom. And so we can only hope and pray that they are up there in your kingdom, getting the royal treatment, 
getting to figure out all the secrets of life that they could never figure it out here on earth and basically just enjoying the true ultimate paradise. Thank you for these men and women. And we pray for the families and friends that were left behind because it's, it's harder for us being left behind because we miss them so much. Fathers and husbands and sons and nieces and nephews and uncles and best friends. They leave us on a deployment and we expect them to come back home. But then when you get two uniforms showing up at your front door, giving you the dreaded news. And then a few days later, you get that crispy, cleaned, folded American flag after a military service funeral. That's when it hits home. And so we pray for all those people that are left beyond that you mend their hearts and help them heal. And for all the veterans who also lost brothers on the battlefield, may you most of all help mend their hearts and their souls for the trauma that they've gone through. And Rietta adds to the prayer here, Father, thank you for all those men and women who fought for our freedom. Thank you for the families, for their sacrifices also. We truly are blessed that you have us, that you have us this country. Please, Lord, keep, help keep it. Lord, please help our enemies to repent and turn to you. Let us never forget your sacrifice so we could be saved. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. That was, that was a, I think, a, a really good show. I can't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow will be the ultimate uh, Memorial Day special. I got a couple audio pieces as well as a, a song by Justin Moore. But before I close out the show with one more song plus the uh, the new outro I, I created, in case you missed it on Telegram and True Social, I smoked a turkey today with my car. I demolished that thing. In fact, there's feathers stuck in my headlights and my uh, in my trunk, like in the hood, the crevices of my car. Oh my gosh, you should go check it out. Um, the, there's a feather, literally a turkey feather standing straight up. It looks like, uh, like an Indian headdress kind of thing, right? Like what a, like a, a Pocahontas would. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I was on my way to my in-laws late cottage to go celebrate, you know, obviously my, uh, well, my, my sister-in-law's birthday is today. And of course to have a cookout and, and to reflect on what this day is about, uh, well, technically tomorrow, but what this weekend is about and, uh, yeah, I, I'm talking to uh, Oscar in Missouri and uh, Lisa in Georgia, who are in their state assemblies. We were uh, having a conversation trying to discuss when we're uh, going to get together on a phone call here because we're, we're working on a project to um, create basically an educational um, presentation that all states can use pending review, of course, and and being, you know, allowed to be distributed to all states if they so choose to use it. So which brings me up to another quick little update. June 5th and 6th, which is a Monday and Tuesday, those two days, that'll be next week, Monday and Tuesday, not 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 tomorrow, but the following week. So Monday and Tuesday, June 5th and 6th, uh, those two days tentatively will not have podcast because I'm going to be dedicating about an hour and a half time on both Monday and another hour and a half time on Tuesday to work on this project. There may be a third day, 
but because I don't want to take a lot of time from my family, my wife and daughter, uh, I have to kind of drop something somewhere and I cannot drop my family. So that only leaves the show. So um, to dedicate this time, an hour, hour and a half time on Monday and an hour, hour and a half time on Tuesday, I'm going to have to pause the show for just those two days while we do this project. And we should be able to knock it out in a very, you know, uh, strong and efficient uh, time frame. So just a little heads up a week in advance. Just wanted to let you guys all know. Uh, so there's that. But anyways, oh, but uh, here's the other thing before I, and after I smoke this turkey, let me tell you this. <laughs> when I was in my semi earlier today, I was loaded up for my last load of ethanol. I was loaded up. And I was headed back to the terminal and I don't know if it was a woodchuck or a groundhog. I, I think it was a woodchuck. It was a little brown furry animal. This thing was in the middle of the highway, just chilling out. Well, I was trying to strategically veer toward the middle, like where the thing could go in the middle underneath my semi. So I didn't hit it. Well, apparently that little furry little, you know, what decided to run thought it was a good idea to run toward the tires and i destroyed a woodchuck completely i i, I heard it because i don't listen to the radio often i had my radio oh, my windows down and i heard this thing go boom and i looked at my mirror and there he rolled i'm like oh rest in peace little buddy and of course then i go to the cottage and i destroy a turkey with my car i'm like this is great i am just murdering animals left right and sideways today I am just murdering animals and I'm not even trying to, I don't know what's going on, but today God is using me to take out a few animals out of the animal kingdom. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't answer why that is, but today I am his tool for taking out animals. <laughs> My wife is asking me, get any on your way home? No, reluctantly. I didn't. I didn't. Um, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty crazy. So, um, so it's, <laughs> Nancy says, sometimes those critters are just suicidal. <laughs> yes, they are. Well, see, you know, here's the thing real quick. Let me just share this one little funny tidbit before I play this last song and we close out the show. This stupid turkey. Okay. This Donnie, you say turkey dinner. Let me tell you something. This turkey got so obliterated. I mean, I, I smacked it head on. This thing looked like a down comforter blew up in the air. There was nothing left of this guy because he was a baby turkey. It was this year's like baby turkey. It wasn't even a full grown one. Thank God, because my car would probably be destroyed, honestly. But it was a baby turkey. This thing's running out toward the middle. And it does one of those squirrel things like, oh, crap, this is a bad idea. Oh, run away. Let's go back to the side of the road. Oh, wait, no, let's stop. And let's try to get airborne now because we have a big body and little wings. And this stupid thing tried going airborne. I'm freaking out that this thing's going to go through my already cracked windshield. Because like I said, I'm like Adam Sandler. I drive a piece of crap car. Yeah. I'm like, uh-oh, this is not going to be good. So I'm trying to make an executive decision on, okay, how can I hit this thing where it's going to be the least amount of damage and not go through my windshield? And this stupid thing, man, I, I ended up clipping it on the front passenger side of my front end. And, man, that thing turned into burger. I mean, I, I, in fact, it got disinter it, it got obliterated. I don't think there was even meat left. This thing just, poof, vanished. It was gone. Because when I went back the same direction to come home, I knew exactly where I hit it. 
I can't find remnants of that thing anywhere. It's gone. The only remnants is that picture I put on Telegram and True Social of that feather and whatever juices and whatever went up my windshield. I mean, the thing was trashed. <laughs> so anyway, so here's one more song real quick called Black Flag. It's a good song, good patriotic song. It's a rap song, but it's a good Christian rap song. Give us a listen to it, and then we're going to close out the show. Happy Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Come join us back here tomorrow for our Memorial Day special at 7 p.m. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, here at His Hardline, we are firm, we are steadfast, and we, un- un- we are uncompromising. The enemy will not triumph, okay? So I hope you all have an excellent, excellent day. And, well, be safe out there if you're out there, you know, on the boat or four-wheeler or doing anything that's outdoor-related. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So here's the next song, Black Flag, and then we'll close out the show. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. I'm tired of lies, we need to know the truth Who can provide the answers? I gotta say what I say on a beat, what I do And I really don't mind being cancelled Won't be surprised if it's cures for cancer Wasn't surprised when Sleepy Joe cheated Wasn't surprised when I exercised my rights in a song about it It was deleted, hidden agendas are obvious How are all these politicians millionaires? Oh, it's because they've been robbing us I can smell the stench of treason in the air All these news stations work for the same man Twist the narrative worse than they can Make it about hate, make it about race Divide and conquer, is that not the game plan? Take the mask off, I ain't wearing that My little country town we ain't hearing that Everybody that I know voted Trump But they allowed the fraud Look at where we at, man They keeping you home Got you depending on government loans Damn So truth be told I'd rather get COVID And see how it goes I won't be no sheep to this And I pray again to bringing other people out there Repeating this You cannot have our country Cannot take our freedom America's ours We gon' bleed for this I don't think they really understand We ain't giving our guns And together we'll stand There's blood spilled for the stars And strikes for the fallen soldiers Fighting for our rights Black flag still waving. I'ma always speak the truth. So the left side, turn off the news. They brainwashing the nation, but I'm a God fearing Christian. They ain't never gonna change. I told you we'll be loaded. We the weapons, we the soldiers, we the people. Never folded. Burn the mask. Let's reopen. Come together. We a force. We gon' force them to listen. Take the fate of our country out the hands of these politicians. The government a bunch of lies. They throwing fuel on the fire. The media should. Tired. On my grind and not tired Hollywood selling you lies And all these sheep that just buy it. Devil offering contracts I ain't never gonna sign it I'm a man of God, better stand aside I'm a lone wolf, I don't need a squad Ignoring these frauds, the system is flawed Scratching my way to the top at the claw They want us divided and picking a side And arguing about God and trusting their signs It's forming a lines, they want our alliance Don't want you to find, they want you complying The left and right is a distraction I don't care about your Instagram captions I know you capping, these actors are politicians Politicians all acting, this shit is back Evil perceivers righteous Everyone's strapped like ISIS Past my vices Loved ones laying lifeless What's the price of being indecisive? No more conversations Looking to the sky at the constellations Constant praying Not complacent No such thing as an occupation That's not essential I'm in the temple Meditating while they worship Satan I'll take Nas over little Nas any day You can't fact check liberation Black flag still waving I'ma always speak the truth So the left side Turn off the news They brainwashing the nation But I'm a God-fearing Christian They ain't never gonna change I told you we'll be loaded We the weapons, we the soldiers We the people, never folded Burn the mask, let's reopen Come together, we a force We gon' force them to listen Take the fate of our country Out the hands of these politicians
I will always fight for you. I will be watching, I will be listening, and I will tell you that the future of this country has never been better, and I couldn't have done, them, done it without you. So just a goodbye. We love you. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. We will be back in some form. Don't be real. Our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. back in some form we will be back in some form we'll be back in some form Some form, we will be back in some form, we will be back in some form. And our future will be brighter than ever before. And our future will be brighter than ever before. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! I'm offering is the 